Hello and welcome to Guru Please, the show about pushing the limits of life and stepping up to live with more meaning, more purpose, and more passion. I'm your host, Jessica Sun. I'm really pleased to introduce Yuri Butsi. Yuri is an actor, creative director, and life coach with a passion for poetry and photography. He's the author of My Life on a Cactus, a collection of 32 poems and one monologue. He has won numerous awards for directing and producing and has worked on several campaigns for major brands. Welcome to the show, Yuri. Hello, Jessica. What a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah. So you've clearly kind of done a lot in different forms of art. You know, there's acting, directing, writing poetry, doing photography. What drives you to explore all these different forms of art? And what are you most curious about in them? The drive, I find it mostly and always in the possibility. I think that the term possibility, it is quite powerful because whether there is a possibility, is there a chance that you can express yourself in a different way? And, uh, and all the time I do talks as well with uh, young people or newcomer artists, I always talk about to not under-evaluate the possibility of being different things or doing different things. Because nowadays, you know, I read a lot about in blogs about, for example, finding a niche in a certain job or in a certain area or trying to do one thing only or express yourself in just one direction. And I, I always say, no, that's quite limiting. Mm -hmm. The drive for me, it, was, it has always been kind of the will of exploring multiple things because if there is a moment I like uh, more acting and I'm really passionate about it, I explore that a lot, but that doesn't mean that I can't write as well because there is another period, maybe another period of my life that takes me into writing because I want to express myself in another form, mm -hmm. another creative form. And then there is a moment when I feel, oh, wow, wait a second. The creativity that I have in this moment could be helpful for a brand to help them to express a concept. Mm -hmm. And then for me, the drive, it has been always, as I said, the possibility of expressing myself in a different direction and not li limiting myself in one box or in one way, or I, I am an actor. I can just be an actor. I can't do anything else. Mm. Mm. There was a period that I thought, that when I started, I was in my 20, mm -hmm. and I was more like, yeah, I'm only an actor. I can't do anything else. And it was a really tough period as well, because then I realized after a while that, that period was quite tough because I was focusing all my energies kind of just in one direction. I was limiting myself in just person and pushing myself just in one direction when there were a lot of other, you know, skills in me and mm -hmm. they, they, want, they wanted to come out, they wanted to be expressed. Yeah. And when I started doing that, and then I found more as well, um, possibilities in my job as an actor something else was coming out because when you start exploring something else as well when you relax yourself and you express yourself in a different direction mm. all the tension as well of just being one thing they fade away and they help you actually to be more fluid mm. free in mm. your the way you express yourself so that has been always something that helped me a lot right and you mentioned like being able to relax and to allow that because I think it's it's in all of us nobody's just meant to do one thing and one thing alone I mean we are complete human beings with just multiple interests and abilities and you know truly like the the possibilities are wide open and it's not just limited to one thing but so often maybe we find ourselves striving and having this plan and you know working to that plan and trying to get to one place what are your ideas now on on success and being present success uh, as again the success the idea of success has changed a lot as well through the years because at the beginning when i started out 
in my 20th thought, oh, I want to be an actor because I want to be successful and success for me at the time meant to have more money mm -hmm. and to be more recognizable and to be like, and so people, they could talk about it on newspaper or magazines and things. That was the idea of success that I had when I was in my 20s. I thought a lot in that period of my, in, of my life. I was fighting really hard to get that kind of success. And I worked my way up for 10 years, mm -hmm. literally starting from doing uh, jobs as a waiter, as a shop assistant, while I was doing my castings and all these mm. interviews and auditions. And that was working my way up to get that kind of success for 10 years. And I was getting a small role there and then a little advertising in another period and then a small film, TV, and then a role in a movie. And then after 10 years of working my way up, I won an international competition. And I became the new World Wild Ambassador for Martini brand. And I've signed my first big, big contract for Martini that changed my life. I, I signed that, this big contract for two years and a half mm -hmm. with Martini brand. And Jessica, what happened was I was starting getting that success that I thought could fulfill me. I was starting getting money, a lot of money, to do what I thought could fulfill me mm. that way. I was getting interviews from GQ, Vanity Fair, to Style in Spain, in Italy, in London. But I felt that something was missing anyway. There was not the fulfillment that I thought I would have felt. Yeah. Even though I was getting that success, that success. And then is where I started to realize that in that gap, 10 years gap from 20 to 30 years old, I was missing the change that was happening inside me in terms of what was success for me. I was missing that what I thought was success for me in my 20s was not anymore in my 30s, but I didn't see that because I was so focused in just one thing, mm. get money, get recognizable and get newspapers and, and interviews on, uh, on TV and things. So I was missing that part. My values were changed as well. Mm. And that started me feel and start, start, started, I started realizing that what was fulfilling me was actually seeing people happy after maybe they talked to me about something and when I could help them to achieve something and give them advices how to achieve something or how to be more present or to be at the top of their games, how to help people, that was actually making me feel really good. So then I thought, oh, wow, wait a second. So now this is my idea of success where I can actually help someone to live his or her life at the best and to help someone to achieve their dreams. Mm -hmm. And so that was a huge, a huge realization. So this is how I understood and how I, I saw this big change from the idea I had in my 20s of my success as the idea that I developed in my 30s. And now that I'm in, I'm, I'm in my 40s, I am enjoying that a lot and even more. That's why three years ago, I got my diploma in, in coaching and I mm -hmm. kept doing my mentoring things, mm -hmm. which was already my passion since my 30s. Mm -hmm. And I'm going more in that direction where I can spend and dedicate my time to help people to discover their full potential and to help them in putting their energies in the right direction to discover what they really want to do in life. So when you kind of achieve this level of success that you had been working toward for 10 years and then you felt unfulfilled and you realize actually 
what I want is different from what I now have. And, you know, I've been changing, but maybe haven't been aware of that. How did you come to find that what you really wanted to do was help other people? I mean, how did you figure that out for yourself? It started quite, um, it's quite, it starts quite spontaneously, as I think uh, a lot of things happen mm. uh, when we don't look for. Mm. We don't look for it, you know. Sometimes certain things we are made for, sometimes they present itself. They present themselves, mm. like quite spontaneously. And in fact, I was perceiving all the time I was talking maybe with a newcomer uh, artist or with a young person all the time I was having even a, a really brief conversation mm-hmm. that person would have always come back to me saying oh Yuri do you know what what you saying is making me feel really really good and hopeful and I really like what you told me and do you know what I'll that will change my point of view and I, I'll try and put more effort in this part to understand what so all the time I was saying that even going for dinner perhaps mm-hmm. and having a child with a waiter and creating that normal kind of as being Italian that helped a lot as well because I like a lot to talk and to create a nice report with everyone I, I, that is something that it's part of my the way I am and but I was seeing that I was living in someone else a little smile or a sparkle in the eye. Mm. And that sensation, that sensation was making me feel good. Mm. Or when I was having, perhaps, um, I was doing even theater shows or a tournée or even interviews, Q&A at schools, even leaving someone, a bunch of people, a bunch of really inspired, that sparkling in their eyes was making me feel much better than four or five interviews for a big magazine. Mm. There was something more in that yeah. sensation. So you followed it and yeah. Just, yeah. And you let it kind of maybe in a sense take take you over you and what you were doing because you you kind of had to let go of some of the old stuff and and allow for this new interest to kind of flourish. Yeah, just because Jessica, if you think about, to make an example, I was feeling that all the time, for example, for an interview or to get more recognitions and things was always something that, and it is still something that you have to fight all the time for. Mm-hmm. Because no newspaper would be enough ever. Mm. Because you get the first interview, say, oh, wow, yes, but there were like just five lines. And then you get a paragraph. Oh, that's paragraph. Yeah, but you know, the other person got a page. And then you got the page, and then you have 10 pages, and then you have the front of the magazine, you know, the first page, and, that, and it's everything like that. So that was going more, and it is always more of a struggle, when the, the other part was coming just more natural and more was leaving me more content, less frustrating, always wanting more and more and more than you don't really know what is that more. Yeah. Because it becomes more in the want, the will, but it never fills you as much as you think it could. Yeah. Whether for the other satisfaction that comes from someone else's joy because there is this exchange, you always get surprised because you get much more than you thought you could. <laughs> right, exactly. So was it like kind of that this is pushing, 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 and this one is more, more ah, wow, I say a bit and enjoy the ride. And there is sometimes I push, sometimes someone pulls, and then I, I, someone pushes and I pull. It is more kind of something more organic, more flowing, going with the flow. Right, right. And it feels better because you're not fighting for it. Yeah, yeah. And before the show, you, you said this wonderful quote, which is, what if in this moment I can't be better than I am? Yeah, it, that comes, Jessica, I think even with all the 
you know, when you have some frustration and you say, wow, a regret, oh, I could have done that much better. And it's like, oh, I, I wish I would. Because the way I did something a certain period of my life, I did it in a way that it couldn't be a better version of myself because that was my energy at the time. That was my, the way I was at the time. That was what I managed to do. So that's why I always say to be more, less harsh to ourselves and just sometimes just allow ourselves to be the way we are. Just one day, maybe, or one week or a month, you don't have the strength or you don't have the, the willpower or the energy to be at the top of your game. But that is pretty much fine. Mm. And always, most of the time nowadays happens because even if you don't go out, there is a lot of things going on on our phones, on our laptops, on our things that always puts ourselves in a really, like we are at the middle of a, a big, big uh, dilemma. You just see, wow, how can I be better than all these things that I see around me? Mm-hmm. But then, as we were saying before, we don't know, we, we know quite little what is behind the scenes or all of that. Yeah. Because maybe a lot of those people, they have a lot of breakdowns and they just, they don't say it. They just put up a facade. So that's why I say, there are a lot of quotes as well of big, big people. They put themselves actually from Michael Jordan to Walter Disney. The, 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 The background of those people, they were saying, Michael Jordan, for example, was saying like, that he missed a lot of the time, the big shot and the big, you know, the last shot The people were, were thinking that he could save the match, but he missed a lot of them. But then because of that, he became what he was, what he is, mm-hmm. like the big player. And Walter Disney as well, he failed a lot before getting to Disney. Right. And that because of the curiosity, always allowing the fail, allowing to think, oh, but this is what I could do in this moment. This is what I am. Yeah. And then I fail and then there is the possibility to try again, that possibility that we were saying before. And uh, so that, that, what make, that was what, it is a big, what makes a difference mm-hmm. from one person that always goes harsh to himself or herself and then with another person that maybe in this moment I kind of actually I hug myself I'm actually I'm more joyful with myself because this is what I can do in this moment and it doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to be extraordinary and I always say one thing I really like uh, Jessica we are a work in progress we are not fixable we don't need to be fixed and we are a work in progress and we're not perfect. That is the thing that allows you more to be always in development, something that always changes, even though it doesn't look like, it doesn't feel that we're changing, but we're changing constantly. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too, is that we're just constantly in a state of becoming and we'll never get anywhere, just every moment, a subtle way of just unfolding into the next world and identity. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to think like everyone else has it figured out and their lives appear, you know, better or this and that, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes and people talk about successes, but behind every success is way more failures because that's how you learn and that's that's how you can actually create something that is is meaningful in a way that kind of stands apart is that you came to it didn't just appear one day absolutely and then again there is that part like i understand when they say a lot they talk a lot about push take risk Mm. yes that's correct but if there is a moment i don't feel like taking a risk because there is a moment in my life that I feel more vulnerable mm-hmm. or more that I don't really know what to do. I'm really a bit confused. Mm-hmm. 
it is completely fine to feel that way. And there is no risk to be taken there. There is just actually the bigger risk is like actually to stay in the status for a little while to figure it out with yourself, within yourself. What is it missing? What is it that turmoil inside? Because sometimes we jump a lot to conclusions or we jump a lot and we, we miss part of ourselves. Yeah, because we think we need to be a certain way. Yeah. But you're saying, no, there are times in life where we're just confused or we, we are just feeling stuck. But the most important thing, I would say, mm-hmm. the most beautiful risk you can take in that moment is to tell to someone that you love, that is near you, first of all, to tell to yourself that it is fine as it is. And what I could do to feel a bit better to yourself first and then to people near you, around you, mm-hmm. to tell the way you feel. It is like literally taking a weight off you and put it in, in front of you, not on someone else's shoulder, but to put it more in front of you on a sharing plate where with the person that it is around your circle can look at the thing and see, oh, wow, it, does, it, it felt more heavier than it looks. Mm. Because when he put it out there, he loses weight already, loses that kind of power of being yeah. really, really heavy. Yeah, it's just such a relief to just call it what it is and say it out loud and tell somebody. If you want to risk in the moment that you don't feel to risk, risk that way. Yeah. Tell, try to work it out within yourself and to share with the person that you love around you or that you, they are important to you. Yeah. Suddenly the burden is lifted and you're not alone even in that moment. And yeah, it feels, I don't know why, but the mind plays its games and, and you can feel just so bad about something. It just even small things and, and to just share that with somebody and, when they understand it and they say, yeah, I've been there too. And you have a good laugh about it or, you know, you talk a bit about it. Suddenly things are much clearer. Yeah. And even sometimes, and then is when I started writing as well when I was younger, mm-hmm. Jessica, sometimes when, even when you feel that nobody can understand you or you feel really stuck within your mind to not let those thoughts in your mind, writing it down, or recording it and listening it back, it mm. can help a lot. Yeah. Because they're not staying in your mind. You're writing it down, you're reading it, you're recording it and you're listening back, even a day or two days or a week after. And you will see, even reading it back, you, you will see what is real and what is not, what is mind and what is exactly. Mm. The, the burden itself. So that helps a lot as well. You know, there are periods when you don't feel that there are people that can understand you or things like that. So before maybe taking that big risk that could be in the moment to tell to somebody else, see it within yourself, write it down, read it out loud or record it and listen. And that could, help, could be a step, a little step to get back on your feet, to get back in the position of, okay, now I feel that I want to talk to, about that with someone. Yeah, exactly. I I have found it tremendously useful to write things down, to journal. And then when you look back on it, you kind of get to know yourself better in that way. Yeah. For some reason, it just helps so much to see the words on a page rather than just think them in your mind. Because the mind will always swap words or will create misunderstanding all the time. Because once you get the possibility to trick you, when you kind of try to understand something, you think, oh, well, shut up. The mind, the mind will find another way to trick you in another, in another talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it will always be like that. Once, once you find a fix, a little fix, 
oh, but no, it is not that bad. Come on, it is beautiful. It's sunny, and I have. I'm gonna see a friend later on. Yes, but what if that friend doesn't come? And what if now starts raining? I'm making you a really simple example. And the mind, you will find always when you find a fix, you will find it will find the trick. But if you write it down or you put it out loud, something, then you are mask. Yeah. Because it stays, it remains. Right. Yeah, and you can really look at it objectively. Yeah, and you stop, and and you stop it. Hmm. Because if you write, you are in an action. Mm-hmm. If you record, you are in an action. You're doing something, the mind stops to go in all the directions. Mm. It's like taking a photo at that time. Yeah. I wrote an article last year uh, on Tribe Global that was saying all the time people say, push, push, push yourself, push yourself. You will get, 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 and do more and do. No. Before to push. There are moments when you don't feel, as we were saying, you feel a bit frustrated, you feel blocked, and you don't have to push because there is nothing to push if you don't have anything, if you don't have anything to give. So in those moments, what you can do, it is pause to then push or force ahead. And in that pause, when you really connect within yourself and you take time to take the mind away and focus more in the moment, in an action, in the moment in the surrounding on your breath with the meditation of some uh, breathing technique or simply dancing uh, in, on a music that you really like and you are involved in the dance or jumping or walking with your dog or just doing something that you are completing the action you pose you 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 build up the energy again to then push your hand because then you are Again, that power, the energy, the will to then move, step forward. Mm. So much to do with how to be present and almost like take your mind off of certain things and start really living through the heart and how you feel rather than what you're thinking. Yeah. 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 And listening quite a lot, which Mm. is that is a good exercise as well. Mm. Listening what people, but listening not only what people say listening to what is happening around. Yeah. Literally involving your sight, your touch, your smell, your your taste, your everything be more connected with what is happening. Yeah. You know, sometimes we are so good. Sometimes I had moments where we, we, you work a lot and you push and you eat something, you don't even know what you ate. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, I don't even know what it's supposed to be. It tasted good. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of tasted good, but I don't even know what was that. Mm -hmm. But then, and I know our crazy busy times, but if we can dedicate little routines, you know, nowadays a lot now because we have more time, everyone is going back to think about routines and what now routines all of a sudden it is really important. But if we can dedicate to ourselves, starting with five minutes a day, with something that we really like to do, that it doesn't need to be like stuck, not moving, breathing. No, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be that. It can be listening to music and and literally dancing like a crazy, like nobody's watching, uh, whether it is going, putting your feet under the wall and stretch your, 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 you know, your legs or uh, whatever it is that just makes you feel, not, or, or I, I like, I, I used to like this. I started with this. I remember I started like looking myself at the window in the morning and smiling, you know, even if I, you know, there was that, that sensation of, smiling and look at myself smiling to the mirror for you know a few minutes just to give that little change a little twist yeah something that makes you feel that you're dedicating sometimes to yourself to start to kick off the day or at the end of a day mm-hmm. both are really important and i do want to talk about the monologue you wrote which is in your book my life on a cactus and the monologue is titled I will not go down from here. 
Oh yeah, there was a, a really particular, peculiar, particular moment, and was uh, a book written in 2008. There are 32 poems that talk about love, death, friendship, mm-hmm. family, good moment, a bad moment with family. And, uh, and then there was this monologue about this Ephesio, the name of the character that was actually decided to not go down from his uh, bedroom anymore. Mm-hmm. He was frustrated about how life was working out for him. And one day just stands up and he says, with his pyjama, says, you know what? I will not go down from here anymore. And I will tell you why. I will explain to you, to the members of the family, to the mother, to the father, and to the friends, and to all. And then he was really upset with the politicians and all the all religions. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he was really upset because he wasn't feeling great about what was becoming. And then he was talking about this possible marriage that he would have had in three days' time with this figure, this woman that he thought he fell in love with, mm-hmm. which is at the end we will, we will understand that he fell in love with death. Oh, okay. That was this woman kind of. And because he was feeling a bit kind of left behind, yeah. And he felt that he didn't have the right space that he deserved. And the family was not listening to him and politicians was were like making kind of a joke of him with all the choice and the decision and all the things around were going in a direction that he was not part of. And he was feeling that he was always not the first, not the second, but was more over the third and fourth and fifth was not yeah. really in the first row all the time. Yeah. And then my message at the time, as I was anticipating to you before, was kind of to young people and to people in general to actually share whichever sensation you have in a particular period of your life, because it is completely fine to feel low. It is completely fine to have that darkness where you have a thought like that, that you, wow, I wish, you know, I wish I couldn't feel this, all of this pain. As we were saying before, there is even this song, you know, from the Queen, Freddie Mercury, when he was singing like... I wish I was never born at all. That moment that you feel really bad for a circumstance uh, or a situation that is happening into your life and the most courageous, and yet I go back to what we were saying before, and the most risky action, if you really want to take a risk, and it's the most beautiful thing you can do is like to share the way you feel because there are a lot of other people that feel that way. Yeah. And uh, that was my message when I wrote that monologue, that there, is, mm. there are a lot of other people feeling that way and it's completely fine feeling that way. Did you feel that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of course, every each of us will have a different strength of feeling that way, like a, a different pain as well, mm-hmm. because all of our backgrounds are different and the way we react to things are different and the way we suffer are different and the way we feel are different. But I remember that was quite painful at that time. I was in my 20s, you know. And uh, yeah, it was... I was feeling quite quite low and it was really, really, really bad. But then again, writing about it, talking about it was a huge it was it was a huge revelation and a huge breakthrough because it was was making me feel lighter. It was making me feel lighter. I was getting rid of of that heaviness yeah. of that situation. Yeah. So that is really and then we were doing at schools. Q&A 
to discuss and to open up. And again, it go back to what is happening nowadays. Nowadays, it looks like everyone is standing up to say, oh, I am the best, or I have the resolution for you. No, just stand up and say, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just happy. And when I'm sad, I don't feel good enough. I didn't feel good enough. And sometimes I don't feel good enough either now. But that is, that, is, that is life. And that is being human and that is being a person that actually doesn't have a limit. Because if you allow yourself to say, I don't feel good enough, and there are moments that I don't, and there are moments where I feel really good, that means that you don't have a limit because you can go both ways. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be one way. That is a person. No, it doesn't know. That is a person that for me doesn't have limits because a person that can go really low down and can say, guys, here I am. I don't feel good at all today. I'm not going to say a word. I'll stay here and listen. But literally today, I'm not good. It's just a winner. That's a win-win situation mm. because then there's going to be a day that you're going to feel better eventually because the pain won't last forever. It is temporary. It might last for a minute, for a day, for a year, but it will subside. Yeah. It will, because we, are, we were saying we are in constant change. Right. Even when we don't feel it is changing. Even when we feel, oh my God, it is a year, I don't have any work, I'm stuck. No, you're not stuck. It is changing the law and it's happening a lot. You're mm -hmm. not seeing it by now. Because you're seeing just one side of you. Some people get this anxiety about the future, especially when their plans have been disrupted and suddenly things are just unknown and scary even. How do you face that? How do you face the unknown? Just look into the darkness and still be okay. Well, because I think the unknown is one of the most beautiful a gift that we have mm. because unknown is like something why should you worry about it you don't know <laughs> it's like well, it's just like a simple thing it's like it's like there was there is this quote i really like i don't usually quote something but there is this quote from an unknown <laughs> and the other one says say like can you do something about it yes so why worry? Can you do something about it? No. Then why worry? It's like, it's the same way. It's like, it is unknown. Can you do something about it to know it? No. Then why worry? Because unknown means like, you don't know. It might come. It might not. Mm -hmm. There is this guy, which is going on a mountain. He's climbing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the, uh, the climb, right, it goes dark. Mm -hmm. And he's literally clinging on the, on, uh, on the rock. And he doesn't want to let go because he's afraid that he's going to fall. Mm -hmm. And he's going to go down on the thing. So he stays all night, all night like that. Like, no, I don't want to let go because I'm going to die. I'm going to go down and literally fall. Mm -hmm. And then the sun rises, he looks back, and literally under him, there was a little space for him where he could have sat back and just mm -hmm. waited until the sunrise. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes because we don't know and something worries us because it's all dark, we don't know where to go, we get frightened or we get scared about things. But then... Sometimes literally trusting that moment as the most beautiful things that we have because there is nothing else we can do. Trusting ourselves and trusting our way of being human. Being human means we don't always know everything and we don't always understand everything. And it is fine like that. Yeah. It's a never-ending problem to want to know how everything's going to go because... That just won't happen. Yeah. And instead, we can trust, like, you know, whatever comes, we'll 
we'll face it. And yeah, it could be quite bad. You know, it really could be. Even so, that happens, and it's okay that things like that happen. Yeah, and then when it happens, then you will see what eventually. Because sometimes, you know, if you plan a lot of things ahead, you might not even you might not need what you planned. <laughs> yeah, you might not you know, like it when you get you it. Might not, you might not need it what you planned. Yeah, it's like oh my god, it's gonna come. This I'm gonna plan something to be really, really, and be prepared that, and then maybe not come that way. It might come in another form, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like, and I think this period, I think, is one of it's teaching us quite a lot. Yeah, and it's a perfect time to dedicate time to your personal growth. Mm-hmm. It is a perfect time. Yeah, because that is how unpredictable it is. You know, in particular, we were saying like there will not be a second lockdown. That it's gonna can't be possible. You know, and then it happened. And then you, you know, and it's like you can prepare yourself the way you want, but the only way you can prepare yourself at your best, which is trusting who you are, and the way how you do that, starting dedicating time to yourself to understand who you really are. Yeah, and I love that this this moment right now has given us this opportunity to connect yeah. in ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because even sometimes, Jessica, even to understand, oh, I'm not a fighter. Just making an example, right? I'm not a lion. I'm a more kind of a, a cat. That is beautiful. Because sometimes, you know, you, you can't, if you're not a tiger, you're not a tiger. You don't need to become a tiger. If you're a cat, you're a cat. Just enjoy, embrace that. You know, I find a lot today, like everyone needs to be that way and everyone has to be at the top in that. Everyone has to be a tiger or a lion. No. No. Because that is like going against your nature. And then there are a lot of conflicts and a lot of feeling frustrated because you're getting pulled in all directions. Yeah. If you understand more who you are and what are your limits, making you an example more concrete to understand as well. I like to share as well things that are part of my life. I know that I can push myself as much as I want, but if I stay more than four hours in front of the laptop, I'm going to start having like feeling dizzy. I can't do it. Mm. I'm sure there are people they. They, to get things done, they might not sleep for a week. Wow, bless them. I can't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to even push myself because I did once mm-hmm. and I felt really bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, simple things, but now I understood and I know that I simply am that way and I don't need to push myself to be in a situation that I have to achieve something. No, I prefer like to slow down get uh, a tea, I get a nap, and then I feel recharged and I can do something else. Yeah. I really do think that getting to know ourselves is one of the most incredible gifts and discovering who we are is yeah. so fun and so interesting and it's like endless. And But nobody can do that for us because we're not like anybody else. Like we can be similar in just a few ways, but the total who we are, it's up to us to kind of figure that out. And when we that's, know ourselves, yeah. That, sorry if I interrupt you, Jessica, that's perfectly correct. I want to yeah. underline that what you're saying. And this is what I, as a coach, as well as a mentor, I say, of course, the figure uh, of a personal coach or a mentor, it is important, but nobody else will unwrap your beauty. Nobody else could discover who you really are. Yeah. And nobody else could make the change for you or make you change in a way that you could be exactly. that kind of person. You are the only one can do that change, that switch. Yeah. We're the only ones to take that responsibility and say, you know, this is my life and 
this is me. And some people might see parts of you and, and show you that. And then you think about it and you realize some things about yourself. But to know who we are, it's so powerful because then it doesn't really matter what happens in this world. And there's so many unknowns. We don't know pretty much most of what's going to happen. But when we know ourselves, there's nothing that can touch us. We can handle it. And that will give you the strength as well to yeah. stand up in whichever situation and say, I am this way or I don't feel this way and give your personal point of view yeah. about yourself and about how you see things because you, you know yourself better. Exactly. Nobody can know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. They might see sides of you that you didn't want to see, you know, things that you're yeah. denying in yourself. But at the same time, that's only one small part of you. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I really love this conversation. And thank yeah, you thank so much. You, yeah. Thank you for being vulnerable, being free to express what you mean to say. And I could see you kind of as if creating and catching these words and uh, just letting it come through you. It sounds like you've really changed within you and gotten to know yourself because before it would have been like the step-by-step, -step, I want this, I want it this way. And, you know, this is just getting me to the next place. But I really yeah. felt like right now you're very present and rooted in being whatever you are at this moment. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And that is what I, I wish and I always tell to young generations, always try and find the best, the best part of you. Because there are a lot of parts within ourselves and there is always one which is, has less voice in the conflict inside. And sometimes the part that part is the one that we don't want to show to people is the part that sits in a corner quiet mm. because maybe we've been hurt or maybe because in the past that part didn't have much luck mm. so we want to be the opposite we want to be the bad girl or the bad guy or a, the person that doesn't have feelings or the person that is going in a certain situation in a certain way and maybe we put that kindness on that sweetness on that part of us that is maybe more shy in a corner or maybe we behave the opposite like mm -hmm. kind of not letting other people perhaps stepping on us because we are afraid to say what we think or we or what we we believe in and and, and then we try to avoid the conflict because we don't want to say something because it might feel bad. So always try and see what is, which part are you hiding at the moment. There was always a, a wolf that we're feeding more within ourselves. Right, right. And to get to know your full self because we have all these different aspects in, inside. A lot, a lot. Yeah. And there is always which wolf inside of you you're feeding the most that is surviving. The others are more starving and then kind of dying in the background. Mm. But they wanted attention. They always want attention. And they always there to, to try and find a dialogue within you and with yourself. Because sometimes there's that part of us that we don't want to listen. Mm. Yeah. So really being aware and finding out which ones am I starving and maybe they want to come out. Yeah, yeah. And maybe just feed that a bit and see what happens. Because sometimes it's just trying. Yeah, exactly. Because that part of us perhaps is the one that is trying to just give another voice to ourselves, a different way of expressing ourselves. And it might be really important. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying... I haven't killed that part of me that wanted to, you know, always more and more because that was a part really important. And this is a part really important because keeps me 
motivated when I want to achieve something. Yeah. And it's really important. But maybe at the time I was just feeding that part and it became really big and the others, they were more kind of starving. Mm -hmm. So if we can create a balance within that, right. it is more something that creates the whole. Yeah, I agree. It's not about, okay, now I don't have any goals and I'm not trying to do anything. It's, it's really no. like, okay, how much do I want to dial that? down and this yeah. one dial up and it creates a, a symphony you know that's correct yeah. and always always checking within yourself whether it's like how that why why do i want that and how that makes me a better person than i am yeah yeah that is a huge thing as well I mean, whatever a person does why do i want it and how that makes me a better person than i am because those are quite important, two really simple, direct questions to, to ask yourself. Yeah, and they can kind of open up the chance for you to understand yourself. Yeah. 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 And the purpose of that things that you want. Right. And really accepting yourself. And you don't need to deny these parts of yourself. No, no. Because, you know. If I want that things because I want money, that's fair enough. Yeah. And how that makes you a better person? I want that because if I have more money, I can buy more uh, clothes for me and for my mom. Making an example, mm -hmm. you know. But that is that is fair enough. But no, try to avoid things. Trying to say, oh, I want that. Trying to pretend. Mm -hmm. Just be honest to yourself. Mm -hmm. put things in front of you and see who you are. Yeah. I think some people who are really into like personal development, maybe try too hard. And it's like, no, I don't, I just want to make an impact. I don't care about the money, but no, I mean, the, it still matters. All of it matters. Yeah. You can't yeah. deny the truth. Yeah. Plus mostly if you are a millionaire, as well <laughs> it's like you, know, you are a millionaire there's a lot of people sometimes they're millionaires and they say no but i do it's just no sorry you're not doing just for the you want to help people no, because you make you made millions out of it <laughs> so it's like it's like no wait a second so just yeah say the say truth yeah. say the truth that which is pretty much it and then it is that it always pays off yeah it does. It does. Well, thank you, Yuri. You're really welcome, Jessica. Really appreciate this conversation. You're really welcome. Hey, friend, I hope you enjoyed this show and found it helpful in your own life. I want to ask you a favor. I would love it if you could leave an Apple podcast review for this show. You can do that on your podcast app. It would mean so much to me, and I would love to hear what you think about the show. I make the show for you to help you on your journey, and I love sharing these great conversations with you. Thanks so much for listening.